Hello, and welcome to The Kosh. I am your host, Timber Smith, and The Kosh is a podcast that spotlights people who've had an association with Oshkosh or the surrounding Fox Cities area. Um, what's going on, Fox uh, Kosh listeners? How's it going? Um, I just want to say, I missed y'all. You know, I've been gone a couple of weeks. I had to do some things. The Saturday was full. full. Um, had to move the daughter to Milwaukee. Had to go do a little something, something. So, been gone a couple of weeks, but I am glad to be back with y'all. And once again, as you know, it is another Saturday morning where we're making this happen. And uh, we're, gonna, we're doing this a little different. I'm going to share a little something with y'all. You know, when I was trying to figure out things uh, like what to call the kosh, um, before I was going to call it the kosh, I was going to call it the garage. Bruh. And and uh, let me tell you. And so I've been trying to get mobile because I want to go and I want to do some recordings. I want to I want to record some episodes like in Menominee Park and some coffee houses and just be mobile. So today... We're going to be mobile. We are not at normal, as y'all know, the dining room table. Y'all done seen it. All the all the other guests know. I record at the dining room table. And today, we are in the garage. We are doing it different. So, I am excited about this. So, don't be surprised if you hear the, the birds chirping, the lawnmowers going, just doing the things that do when you are outside in your garage. But the feeling in the garage, let me just tell y'all right now, you already know, it is fire. You know why it's fire? You know why it's fire. Because I got a fire guest once again. Just, I got an amazing guest. So, so without further ado, you know. This week's guest is Denitra Williams. All right, all right. Denitra, how you feeling? <laughs> I will just say my, my cheeks are already hurting from the laughter. Oh, <laughs> the, you already know. This is going to be a good, good episode. We're going to have a good time. Of course, of course. I'm going to try not to laugh as much. But... Oh, what do you mean? You're supposed to laugh. That this is This is good. Laughter is healthy. I completely agree. What happened to that statistic around the pounds that you lose from laughter? Wait, that's actually a thing? What? You haven't heard about it? I never heard of I that. I mean, maybe, maybe they found it not to be true. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, because I was going to say, if people thought you could lose weight laughing, uh, look, there would be the laughter diet. I could already see it. Um, let's just watch a bunch of Chris Rock uh, stand-ups and then get it in. Right. I mean, I haven't heard anything about it since the 90s. Uh-oh. But, you know, listen, if that was really truly a fact, I would be a pencil thin by now because all I do is laugh. Oh, laughter is, you know, I dig laughter. And I'm not going to lie. Like, I've been a little obsessed with, like, comedians lately. So I'm listening to all of these comedian podcasts. Okay. And they're good. Okay. Kevin Kevin Hart has one that I'm listening Straight to. Straight from the heart? No, no, not that one. It's it's has the what uh it's the mind something the mind of comics. And so he's interviewing all these comics and he's talking to them about how did they become comedians and their path to comedy. And some aren't comedian comedians, like they might be in shows and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's fascinating to hear how do people get you know, get to that point and in the you know, like the average comic I listen to on his show 
before they hit it big, like they've been at that for at least a decade to right. 20 years. Right. You know, many people don't know this, but I actually was a comedian. What? <laughs> oh, no, no. Now we, 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 we going to have to talk about that. You know, so <clears throat> when I was pregnant, um, I told my husband I wasn't one to do the daycare babysitter. I mean, those have to do what they have to do, but right. I just really wanted to be an intentional parent and be mindful of my child's exposure. Okay. So while we were pregnant, we went out on a date every single weekend because I was like, we're not going to get to do this until she's old enough to stay home by herself. So we were new to Wisconsin at that time. Okay. Um, my husband and I are born and raised in California. And, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and so we've been here now, well, since 2009, right? Okay. So we got my, my daughter, our daughter, was created, born and raised here, however. And so we... He moved in. He moved down in July. We got pregnant in August. Okay. Mm. So we've only been here like a couple of months. We have no idea where anything is. And I just, I'm a huge comedy fan. I listen to the comedy in my ex, on my um, satellite radio in my car all okay. the time. Like whenever my daughter's not in the car, because you never know what they're going to say, right? That's facts. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> so we go into these comedy clubs and I'm like, man, I'm funnier than this guy. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, you already got me. Go, go break that down. I'm I'm funnier than this guy. I'm like, babe, I could do this. And so to know me is to know if I say I'm going to do something, trust and believe it shall be done. It's going to get done. For, 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 for facts. For facts. So (laughs) I began to explore it. I don't know if anyone remembers and Nina, across from Holiday or something like that, I think it's the name of the bar, restaurant, something like that. It's right off the 441. I, 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 I can't say that I've done enough adventures in Nina. Okay. I don't know it well. Well, don't, don't. Don't hold me today anyway, because I, I live by my GPS, so I really don't know what stuff is and what it's called. I still don't really know the name of all the freeways, as you can see with my hesitation with the 441. That is the freeway, right? Yeah, that is one. Okay. You, you come off okay. 41 to go to 441, okay. and that takes you in. Okay, well, so then. So, what was it called? It's not Sky. Ooh, if somebody listening can write in and you can rhyme me. Okay, that's yeah, but all right, that's, we're gonna put that out there. So, was this a comedy like club? Was, mm-hmm. Okay, Skyline. No, because that's in Appleton. All right, it used to be in Nina, and it shut down. Okay, so uh, yes, Cash listeners, uh, please help us with this one when yeah. you get a chance. Yeah, and then let me know what they say. I will. So, anywho, they used to do like open mic. And so I went and sat in and listened a couple times and just to get brave enough to get up there. And then when I got up there, I actually became a regular. And then I was actually invited to um, compete. I won a couple competitions. What? Um, I got to open for Dave Coulier. What? Mm-hmm. I did, actually. Bruh. I'm, I'm fascinated. Yep, yep, yep. So that was that was a little thing for a minute. It was, it was a little minute, you know, and then I don't know what made me stop. Because I didn't stop being funny, that's for sure. Right. No, no. Funny is one of them things. You either funny or you you ain't. Facts. Right? Facts. And and there's different kinds of funny because there's dry funny and mm-hmm. there's the loud, boisterous, over-the-top mm-hmm. funny and mm-hmm. there's physical funny. I mean, mm-hmm. there's just a lot of funny. For sure. For sure. So I did that just for, just for a minute. Just for a minute. And I don't know what made me stop. 
I don't know. I just I, I hear it's a large. It might uh, from when from listening to these uh, different interviews, it sounds like it's a hard lifestyle because you kind of got to be out there on the road doing it if you're going to do it seriously. And the people that seem like they they really had the biggest pause was those who like had new families. I could see that. I was a nursing mom. And it's been too long. I can't remember. But my daughter definitely was still a toddler-ish baby, not in school yet. And I really don't remember. But I was having a great time. I think if I had really had to reflect back on it, I think in answering from my now me, Mm. I would wager I probably had a feeling of it was a part of of me that my family couldn't be a part of. And it felt kind of awkward to do something that big without them. Okay. And then if I blew up, well, how, what was going to happen to my baby? Oh, they was going to be okay. Cause no. them checks. No, then, no, money's not everything. I agree, but I'm just saying, baby, I don't that remember. Checks, checks, uh, makes the pathway for a lot of forgiveness. Ooh, if that's not facts, you should copyright that. Should I write? Should I copyright that one? Man, yeah, I, I that's just a good think one. so. Yeah, I think it's a. I think it's. A, I think it's factual for sure. Okay. For sure. For sure. Uh, all right, we jumped in, but I'm still gonna ask the question <laughs> because I think there's more to this. Uh, Denitra, can you please share a little something about yourself and what is your connection to the Kosh or the surrounding Fox cities? So I, I did already say, um, husband and I born and raised in California. Right. Um, been here since 09, mm. lived in Appleton. So I'm new to Oshkosh. So I don't, I don't, haven't fully filled out the area yet. No. Because no, I work in Appleton still. Okay. That, so, I get that. Mm-hmm. But, but so how long, if I can ask, how long have you been in the Kosh now? October 15th is when I closed. Bruh. Seriously? Yeah. October 15th. Well, you know what? <laughs> Welcome to the Kosh. <laughs> I'm just saying, that's pretty new, new. That's what I said. Yes, that's okay. What I said. That's why my siblings live here, and they and they did before. Okay. So, um, and my niece, my my sister's daughter, and her five children under oh. five. Whoa, um, yeah, that's just that's that, I, I'm I I have a rule. Like I think it's dangerous to have more kids than than guardians parents Ooh. because you know what you can't win. You outnumbered. You 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 can't win. Those are facts. You know, she got three in Pampers because she got a set of twins. Mm. So, I listen, I'm one and done kind of person. So, mm. you know, that's a two-one ratio right there, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yes, as one is a person, me and the wife, one, yes. Mm-hmm. I, I, liked, I liked our odds at mm-hmm. the time, and it worked out pretty good for us. And transportation. Oh. You know, every time I want to take her and the kids somewhere, listen, it's a, yeah, look at here. I don't have a minivan. And the car I got is not really that big, you know. So mm. me and my baby is in there. I only got room for two, three more people. And I'm like, baby, I would love to have you come with us. <clears throat> but, but where are your kids going to fit? Right. I, I do, you know, and everybody's got to be in a car seat. How are you going to do that? How are you going to put everybody in a car seat? I'm not understanding no, that that sounds complex, mm-hmm. um, and I know people who've had lots of children. You got to buy them funny looking vans that are all tall mm. and stuff, and mm. yeah. But they be having great features, though. I I don't doubt it. Man, listen here. Now 
I'm not that soccer mom, soccer mom type chick. But mm-hmm. I was like, I could mob a minifan. Did you, when you open those things, it's kosher in there. Yeah. They have, I seen one that it has a built-in little broom to help you sweep the stuff out when the kids make messes. Bruh. Seriously? Seriously. Mm. I could use that in my life. Yeah, well, you know what? I'm not going to lie. I think people, is it just me or is it just the the stereotype and the stigma of a minivan because them people people that have them Mm -hmm. be rolling man like it's a caddy they use it all the time even when they got other vehicles and don't got the kids right because they be loving it i'm telling you it's featured out it's a smooth ride i'm telling you you know what you ain't gonna get in a minivan action A, a speeding ticket oh yeah, because that thing is slow as all get out. Well, no, you would look, I don't care if you're doing 90, you still look like you're doing 60. Facts. <laughs> you play too much. What? I'm just saying. It's the perception. Bruh. I just said it's the perception, right? So if you even out there doing the highway and you doing 90 in a minivan, that cop is thinking, oh, man, that's a minivan. Mm-hmm. I'm really not going to pull over that minivan. Or the cop is thinking, she late to the soccer game. Let me let her go. Or they're thinking, it's like kids in there. I ain't going to, I don't want them problems. Man. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. You're not wrong. Those are all factual statements. I, I, it's just, you know, me, I'm being a little stereotypical myself, but I, I, if I'm an officer, those are the first three things running through my mind. Great. And I'm not, I'm not, I don't know if I want them problems. Well, you know, you got this red car, you know, that's the number one stopping vehicle. What, the red car? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Nah. That, that right there, I feel as if my little car and me rolling in it, they, they don't mess with me. You know, I've had two red cars. I don't like to do duplicates. I like to get a different color every time. But I have had two red cars, and I have two. But then I'm also a mom, so I tend not to speed. Oh, I don't speed. For real. Yeah, for real. I'm not that. First of all, if you, it, Kosh listeners, you you gonna know, and they'll, those who know me know. First of all, it's a rare occasion to see me drive because I don't really drive. If there's two people in the car, the other person is driving. I am not that man. Why do you get to work? What uh, What do you mean? Well, I do have to drive myself to work. But there if there's go. anything outside of that, I no. no. You know, don't judge me, but <clears throat> I'm. I'm Okay, listen, let me just put the disclaimer out first. Now that I've lived here for 13 years, I reflect back on that and I feel a little embarrassed. So don't push no buttons on me. Don't, don't, don't. Bruh. I'm already starting. Let's just go ahead. Let's see. Let's see. Let's just gear this up. I want to say my first two years here, I did not drive. I, the snow coming from California, you know, you got to take a field trip to get to the snow in California. Like, that's just not a thing, right. you know. And I was just really afraid, you know, when I was pregnant, I was like, oh, it's valuable life, precious cargo. I don't want to risk it into a car accident. I would never forgive myself. Then when my baby came, then it was like, oh, my baby's here. I don't, I don't want to. So <laughs> there was a time that I was a stay-at-home mom. And I literally, I felt so bad. I made my husband come home from work, and he chauffeured us around. Bruh. Stop. See, you making that face. See, I, no, no, wait. Because that, that, <laughs> I want to clarify. Now, look, I ain't mad at what you're what you talking about, but here's what I am doing. I'm having a moment of team dad. Because team dad don't happen enough. So, so, look, whoever your husband is out there, I'm just going, I'm sending him the... <laughs> 
and, and just letting you know, I I feel you. Okay, team dad. It was it was, you know, it was I was I was just fearful, and you know I I can't speak for you, but there are studies out there that have shown that when people become parents, they are less adventurous. They become a, a little less brave. Hell. And they're more mindful of, like, safety and things of that nature. And I got to say, I used to, like, do rock climbing, bungee jumping. But I would not do that now. That's so why you making that face. Because <laughs> I was just thinking, okay, I'd, I'd let the rock climbing slide. But when you said the bungee jumping, I was like, really? Off a bridge mm. with no water at the bottom. What? I know. What? But I would I know even saying it now I'm like Denitra, what were you thinking? We had a date. Me and my best friend was planning on going um skydiving for our 30th. I mean I don't even know how to feel about that, but you know what? I admire the adventure in you. Um and I got some adventure in me. Oh boy. But you know what I ain't got? I ain't got bungee cord adventure. <laughs> We gonna pass on that adventure. That's an adventure really we gonna pass on. It was really. I wouldn't do it now, though. You know, I look as as a parent as you get older. I start thinking about well, what if this snap? Things I didn't think back then. You know, just parenting just kind of mellows, calms you. You right. know, right? That's all I'm saying. That's fair. That is fair. So, all right. We're going to jump into the first segment. Okay. You ready? The first segment is what in the world is going on with. That's where you start with the phrase, what in the world is going on with. And you share what's on your mind. Man, just because my face hurts right now, and probably before we're done, my voice will go out a time or four. I have to say, what in the world is going on with the allergy season right now? Bruh. Facts. I am struggling. And so... Here's the funny thing. I never had allergies until I moved to Wisconsin. Mm. And when I moved here, I was like, the air is so crisp. I breathe so differently here. Look at how beautiful. Blah, 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 blah. Mm. And I moved here after 30. Okay. So fast forward. When we bought our first Wisconsin home here, I was I was struggling. The previous homeowner was an avid gardener, and when we bought it, we bought it in the winter, so nothing was bloomed. And when right. the spring hit, baby, it was beautiful. It was gorgeous, but I couldn't even breathe in my own home. Mm, it, tore you up, bruh. That's an understatement. I'm actually right now in immunotherapy trying to get cured of my allergies because they're so bad. So I'm kind of suffering right now. And then another funny thing is my husband is an allergy sufferer his whole life. And I judged him. We've been together for over 20 years. And I, he's such a baby. It is not that bad. Let me tell you. I have to go back to apologize to him quite often and say, babe, I'm so sorry. I'm struggling so much. This is just awful. (laughs) (laughs) What? I'm just saying. It's it's rough. Hey, allergies tear me. And like, like I have them. Mm -hmm. And it's like I, my first, like I get the allergies so bad. Like I don't have them all, all the time. Mm -hmm. But I, the worst one is the fall one and the spring one. Mm -hmm. The spring one's the worst because the fall one, I feel like I have the flu. Yes. And the spring one coming back into it, same thing. Yes. 
and and it just tears me down. Man, oh man. I woke up this morning like what in the world? The in the symptoms. Yes. The symptoms. They're rough. And you know there was recently an article that went out that said that our allergy season is stretching now. You know that we're seeing seeing longer periods of it. I can believe that. That it previously, I forgot the timeline they put on it, but I want to say they said that you might begin to see issues in April, but now it's being stretched as far back as um, March, February, and I was yes. like, oh, actually, God. this year I think it was March for sure. Yeah, this year March was like, and now it's even more confusing because let's be honest, mm-hmm. you don't know if it's allergies or COVID. Oh my! Oh, I, so can we can we get into that? Because I mean, like seriously, uh, you, you just you don't know it. it. You're so paranoid about COVID, yes. And you sitting with these allergies, and yes. you can't be sniffling and, and 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 sneezing by other folks because they looking at you like you're Max. the walking. You're you're literally a walking COVID germ. Yes, yes. And I I constantly have to walk into a space and say. I'm sorry, I have allergies. Like <laughs> you have to put yeah. that disclaimer out there. You got to put it first, right? Yes, you do. You do. <sighs> it, and, it is rough. And even then, you only get grace for about three sneezes. I'm telling you, three sneezes, two and a half coughs. And you know what? I can't. Even, <laughs> I can't even front because me too. Because uh, you sneeze around me and you didn't put that disclaimer, I'm gonna scoot. You will noticeably see me mm, right. lean away, yeah. I, and I'm an allergy sufferer, so. It, I, even though I feel that way, that no one is exempt from what you're saying. Nope. Mm-hmm. No, there's no, there, there, there is some grace. Barely. Some grace. Barely. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> Barely. Yes. You I know agree. what? Yesterday I was driving through Appleton and me and my daughter were like, did it snow? True story. The lawn was completely white. Oh, that's the worst stuff. You know stuff. what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know exactly the stuff you're talking about. That's what the worst is stuff. that? That floating lint. What that is, is that? <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. Floating lint. And, and I can't think. That's so accurate. Ragweed? That's such what a that good stuff? description. Floating well, you, lint. I mean, you know what it actually It's cottonwood. Oh my! Okay, that makes sense. It's cottonwood. What did I say? Floating lint. Floating lint. Isn't lint derived from cotton? I mean, it it kind of true. (laughs) There's facts in that. I'm just saying. So. Yeah, that stuff. I mean, the whole lawn, though, dude. Yes, I saw somebody post a picture on Facebook, and here's the funny thing: when I saw the picture. I thought they were posting a picture of snow. Like it was somewhere in See? Wisconsin like that caught some crazy snow in See? June. And then I got to really looking at that picture. No, that was floating. Ex- lint. Flo- floating. <laughs> Flo- I will never look at it the same now. It is floating lint. Oh, it is so terrible. It By is. the time I got home last night, I was itching from how it just floats around you, lands all over you, sticks to everything. It does. You know, and I kept swatting, smacking, looking, you know, and there's nothing there except the floating lint. You think we would get rid of them trees. You them trees think. is rough. But trees are essential. Can't we have other non-floating lint trees? <laughs> you know what? I think... If you ask me, the people who planted those homeowners should be fine for that. 
Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, here, here's my guess. Floating um, lint tax. Yeah, floating <laughs> lint tax. There's people listening, thinking, mm-hmm. other allergy people. They're thinking, yep, can we can we make that happen? And uh, what I'm gonna guess is like they probably weren't the planters. Why would you say that? Well, because I just think like when you you buy your house and then you you like I don't know about you, but I don't know a lot about trees per well, se. You're right, they take decades to grow and mature. Right, and then you don't know what you got going. Like you bought yours in winter, so yes. you wouldn't know if you had you could have had a floating lint tree mm. in your backyard coming from Cali. You're right. And you'd have been like, and then you'd spring would have came and you would be like, what is this? You're right. And that's literally what happened, though. You know, let me right. just say that. And it, it's speaking of these trees, I know they're essential. Right. I get it. They right. provide cooling, oxygen, yada, 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 replenish the earth. Got it. But, bruh, some of these ones that we're planting, no. There's this one tree by my house in Oshkosh. I don't know what this tree is doing, but it's dripping like little splatter sprinkles, like like a mist of something. What? I don't know. Go look at my window. It's misting at you. I don't. But it sticks. Is it sap? It's sap. What kind of tree is that? Oh, well, I I I don't know that. And is it going to come off my window? Because every day I'm constantly putting the windshield here's, wiper fluid on it and nothing it, happening. Here's what I'm going to tell you. It's it's happening to me. It's actually my pines. My pines oh. do it. And I'm getting it right now. And uh, that stuff doesn't come off. Like no, you, you have you to serious? get it. Like you have to get it professionally removed because <gasps> it's that it once it hardens, that stuff's rough. Oh. I'm sorry. Bruh. It's rough. Oh, no. I, I feel bad that I sprung that on you. Don't make me the bearer of bad news. I don't want to be that oh, dude. You know, now my brain is is in a whole different direction. I'm starting to think of where can I go to get my car clean and where can I park now? <laughs> Gosh, listeners, uh, that we might need some help on this one, please. Please. <laughs> please feel free. Go on and email me. Reach out on the Facebook, uh, the Kosh Facebook page, or email us at askthekosh. Um, I need a solution, too, so I'm all for this. I uh, bet you they don't come back with some vinegar and baking soda. You know, that's the solution for everything. everything. You're right. Vinegar, laughing, baking but soda. But you're serious, that, though. But that, it, because of it. Oh, wait, with with some lemon. Man. You got to put a little citrus you gotta put, in that. You got to do that. A little citrus You got to do that. That's what makes it like. Mm. Well. I'm distraught now. I'm sorry. You're not sorry. You don't look sorry. you like. <laughs> you're right. But I am. Oh, man. All right. My, what in the world is going on with y'all? And once again, y'all know how I do this because <laughs> I can change directions and just go. And I'm going, I'm going to go there. What in the world is going on with, and this is, you know, here's what I'm going to say. Because I had a bunch of things since we haven't recorded a, a episode in a couple of weeks, right? And there's things that were going on um, that I've been thinking about. But the the one I'm going to go, what in the world is going on with these mass shootings? And the reason I'm going to talk about this is because the kids. For sure. I can't do that. For sure. The kids. That that stuff. Now, look, Kosh listeners, you already know, I like weapons. Mm-hmm. I am not anti-weapon. I like weapons. 
I got weapons. I am all for that. But here's what I do think we need to really start to look at this. Here's what I don't think we need. I don't think we need large capacity magazines. Mm. Here's my thing. Get get us, because we need to make some laws Mm-hmm. that we can agree on that makes sense to me. But isn't that why many of those are only sold online? You can't get some of those in store. You you just ain't going to the right store. Well, don't, don't, don't My husband, he carries a bunch of, well, not carries, but you know, he owns what's the, the problem? There we go. He owns a few things. He owns quite a few things. So, but I know some of the stuff he had to order online. But go ahead. Sorry. So, but I'm, but I'm just saying, so, uh, and I'm sure that's true. I don't, I don't tend to go for the exotic. Mm-hmm. I go for the practical. Um, and, and my whole process with this is, look, I don't, we ain't, I don't never want to talk the ridiculousness of taking weapons away. Cause that just ain't even realistic, but I do think there's smart things we can do. I don't think there's anything wrong. Uh, if you can't do a lot of things till 21, let's make that sure. a thing. For sure. Can't buy, if you already can't buy a handgun till 21, can we just make that the AR, uh, the AR-15 is still 21 too, because that makes sense to me. Can we just go ahead and make the capacity of a magazine not that big? Like, really, I'm thinking of it like a revolver. Mm-hmm. Because if people, if the whole thing is about being a hunt, hunt you know, being able to hunt and do the things. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but I don't know anybody who hunts and mm-hmm. shoots a bunch mm-hmm. of bullets mm-hmm. at their targets. Mm-hmm. Not hunting. Mm-hmm. You're right. You taking that one and done, and if you miss it, it's gone. You're right. So my thing is this. I'd say you make a magazine capacity the same as approximately like a revolver. Six or seven. You I, know, we don't need 30. I we, never we, thought about it, but you, you're making a good point. So right. then I wonder then, yeah. what are your thoughts then on Ohio? And is it Ohio? I'm pretty sure it's Ohio that is now looking to arm their student their teachers it, it, it that is the okay i'm not gonna hold back on this it's mm-hmm. stupid mm. and i'm talk gonna tell you why it. it's stupid talk about it first of all y'all don't even want to pay teachers oh, you bro. barely want to take teachers <laughs> you barely want to pay teachers <laughs> teachers already got 42 jobs mm. they're the social worker the coach the, the coach mm-hmm. um the life coach mm-hmm. uh they the the they're they're uh, the person that's teaching them etiquette mm-hmm. and and life skills and and then they're also teaching them subject matter mm-hmm. um they have enough hats i don't think they need to be the security guard too number two mm-hmm. it, there is no all you're gonna do is make a lot of people quit the profession and you're already losing teachers left and right from the lack of appreciation and then the ones you'll draw as a result. Right. That's, that, that's right. Bad. And who you're going to get. Exactly. To fill in that void. You might not want them teaching exactly. your children. Exactly. And then I think of, and, and I want people to really think about this. You think about all the hell mm-hmm. that teachers are being put through over social issues right now. Whether it's yeah. the LGBTQ community, Ooh. CRT, mm-hmm. all of this stuff. You already have made the profession full of anxiety, undesirable. Mm-hmm. These parents coming and attacking these teachers, like oh. you, so. I look. I'm going. Look. I'm sorry, but I'm Mm-mm. going to go hard about this one. Mm-mm, don't and be I, sorry. You right. You haven't said nothing wrong yet. And so, and then 
on top of that, you saying strap on strap on a bulletproof vest and carry a weapon too. So I also want to fold in something you didn't yet say, which I'm sure you would have got to it. Who's at risk? Right. And who are we protecting? Right. Because working in a school, I know that there are constant drills on how to protect yourself and your class, the students, the inhabitants in the building. So why do we need to take that measure? And to be clear, they're not arming them, but what they're trying to do is make the laws easier for them to carry where they're needing less training and and then it would be permissible for them to carry while in school, which is interesting. I don't think Wisconsin will ever get there because as a going through the conceal and carry training, um, so watch out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, having gone through the, the training for that, I understand that I can't have my weapon even in my parking lot when I'm parked at the building at school. Right. No, so there's a certain proximity for which you have to be from to even carry a, a gun at school. So I don't feel like Wisconsin will get there. But when I read the article, I was like, bruh, that does just does not sound wise. Who put this up on the table as an option to be considered and thought it was a good idea? And who voted yes for that? Here's what I just, and then I also just think about it like, I go back to this, what happened in this last mass shooting at this school. Yeah. And once again, these, these ones with the kiddos hurt so bad. Mm-hmm. Like, like I, I, there's tears shed in my house about that because you're looking at these faces, these, 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 these youngsters, these babies. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I just, I don't know. I, I can't even go there with it. Yeah. That my thing is this: like, I just think the whole carrying a weapon thing as a as an educator. I don't mm-hmm. think they want to. I don't think it's fair to ask them to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, we just watched how trained law enforcement Bruh. couldn't properly respond. So how you figure? Right. Mm. These are people that that's what they do for a living. Mm. And they sat there for an hour outside. Mm, 44 minutes. More. Was it? It was more. They figured it out. It was more. I think the last report I saw was 44 minutes is what they said at first. It's over an hour from what I, the last report I saw. So when you can't get the trained professionals Mm -hmm. to go and address this, you're talking about somebody who goes to college to learn how to properly train youthful minds Mm -hmm. and then put this gun on and I need you to Rambo it too. No, absolutely not. And on top of that, and you don't want to pay them. Oh, talk about that too. But on top of that, where your brain is at when you are in those circumstances, like you don't have the capacity to be able to appropriately handle that situation. How long before in the heat of it all, Someone who's improperly trained mm-hmm. accidentally shoot a kid or a colleague that too, or it's not even, we're not even in lockdown. You just shooting somebody cause you mad. Cause you know, these kids is acting a fool these days. You just don't know. You just they, don't know. They, And so all of it, mm-hmm. too many variables, right? 
none of that seems like the logical choices. And and even the solutions I mentioned aren't like the things that are going to fix the things. Mm -hmm. But we can't stand at a stalemate and not do nothing. Right. But this is not the answer. Yeah. Do something, but not this. Yeah. Like the eat is not that type of circumstance. Well, well. What 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 is it? I'll tell you. What's not the answer is uh, what what do they always say? Uh, prayers and and <laughs> for sure prayers and thoughts, mm-hmm. thoughts and prayers. I'm sending my prayers and thoughts. Yeah, that, that ain't saving no babies. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm a praying person. I stay prayed up, but you got to put action behind that prayer as well. Look, yes, and and the we are we have the ability to fix it. Mm-hmm. It'd be different if we couldn't, but we could. There's a difference between the ability and will. Some don't have the will. Mm -hmm. And you don't want it to get to the point like that some harm comes to something close to them and their families. We just don't need any more babies to be harmed. Um, And that's just where I'm at with it. So that is my what in the world is going on with. I'm sorry, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be sorry you needed to be sad. Yeah, well, I ain't know. So, mm-hmm. next segment. Mm-hmm. Word associations. Oh, boy. Oh, this is good <laughs> stuff. This ain't bad. We'll start with the first one, food. Salad. That's it? I know, I and I debated on not saying it because I heard some of your other podcasts, uh-huh. and I know that you have an aversion to healthy food. Wait, I do <laughs> not have an aversion uh-huh. to healthy food. <laughs> It's just not my go-to. Aversion. We say the same thing. (laughs) 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 Well, okay. What kind of salad? I like all salads. And okay, so I I recently learned, which put me in immunotherapy. I'm actually allergic to all the things I eat. I actually was a vegetarian for seven years, so I'm not a huge meat eater. Okay. So I like a lot of fresh raw organic um vegetables you know so to me it just kind of makes sense to just eat a green salad you know and salad's my favorite food because you can do so much with it you can have salad every day and have a different salad every day look i'm getting excited just talking about it you're right i love salad i like salad Mm -mm. y'all should see his face (laughs) it was a forced answer (laughs) no it was not a forced answer I'm going to tell y'all right now, here's the salad I like, and I've made this oh, mistake. Lord. Have you ever gone to the grocery store and you make this, the home, the salad yourself, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm the one, that, and this was like many years ago, I'm the, mis- the person that made the $10 salad. Because I get the salad and I'll base it, but then those eggs got to go on it. The ham got to go on it. There's some mm-hmm. bacon. Whatever they got in that salad bar, I protein that salad. Ugh. Mm-hmm. And then it might not be a salad no more. For real. There might be garnish on the Mm-mm. bottom Mm-mm. with a nice meat plate. <laughs> a nice protein. Plate. What? It's it's in the salad bar area. That that should count. But some of those things that are in the salad bar really shouldn't be there. What do you mean? First of all, many people don't know that you're not supposed to eat raw mushroom. Bruh. Why not? Oh, see, now you're going to test my knowledge. Well, I'm not going to test mm-hmm. test the knowledge. I'm, I'm just curious. Ah, there was something about like... 
either it's healthier for you when it's cooked or there's an ingredient in it that doesn't jive well with your system. I don't even remember, but I actually learned about it. Um, in the pandemic, I was taking some virtual um, healthy eating class, you know. Um, and I was like, interesting, because I put raw mushrooms in my salad, and they're at the salad bar. They are at the salad you bar. Know? And it just like, we don't need potato salad at the salad bar. I mean... Uh, Look at that face. Well, you know what? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I'm going to co-sign that. Okay. I'm gonna co-sign that. You okay. know why? Oh God. Because <laughs> that potato salad might be garbage. Oh, that's right. That's the only. <laughs> I just say, hey, look, you know what I'm saying. You're not wrong. No, you're not wrong. Garbage. Piece of ranch potato salad at their um, at their salad bar is pretty good though. They're the only ones. Do you put dressing on it? Do you have a favorite dressing? So I used to, for many, many years, not use any dressing. And I would use like a stronger flavored cheese. Because once you chew it all up in your mouth, you know, it kind of makes it creamy. Okay. Um, so like a blue cheese or a gongonzola, something like that, or a sharp, a very sharp cheese. <sighs> Ranch is, I think, a go-to for many. Um, but actually, my mother used to make a homemade salad dressing when I was a kid. And so um, I often make my own. And for the longest time, I only ate my own because I have an issue with all those ingredients. Like, yeah. it only takes three ingredients to make a salad dressing. Why you got nine things on the back of the bottle? Like nine. What is this? It's stuff you can't even pronounce. Or it's got 14 alphabets in it. And nine of them are consonants. Bruh. What is that? I can't. So mm. I'm very leery about ingredients that I can't identify. So um, that's, I want, why I, that's why I don't read the back. <laughs> Lord have mercy. <laughs> Ignorance is bliss. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, um, so I make a um, – <laughs> you are so silly. <laughs> I make a um, – with like a, 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 a infused oil, like maybe a garlic infused oil um, with um, a rice vinegar. And I like the uh, like the garlic rice vinegar complements the garlic oil and just okay. kind of emulsify it and maybe add some herbs in there or a little salt and pepper. You know, hey, hey, it's a good salad. Okay. To the salad. Yes. That I will not be eating. Lord have mercy. Um, <laughs> cocktail or beer? I am a certified bartender, but I actually do not drink. Okay. Well, what then? What is the beverage? What is your go-to beverage of of choice? What do you like? So, as much as I like to be mindful of keeping my body as a temple, I can't deny that soda is addictive. So, I refuse to buy soda. But if somebody bought me soda, I would drink it. You're drinking it. I would drink it. We got a favorite soda. That peach mango, not peach mango, peach mango Pepsi. Mango Pepsi is some good stuff. Oh, I haven't, I haven't had that. That mango Pepsi is some good stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. And my coffee every morning. Oh, okay. Organic decaf. Or, what? Organic decaf coffee. That's a thing. It's a thing. They sell it. I'm just you know uh, because what, what you think I'm making it myself. <laughs> You just said you make your own salad dress, and it is not Bruh. that far fetched that you are making. So I'm growing my own coffee beans and everything. Huh? That's what I'm doing. I'm not underestimating anything about you at this point. You, you, you know, yeah. Hey, look, oh. 
You might the cape on S on your chest. I don't know. Hey, I take that. I'm just saying. It's a thing. It's Uh, a thing. I like the flavor of coffee. I like the smell of it, but I don't need the caffeine. Fair enough. Mm -hmm. Streaming. You know, my brother just asked me yesterday, baby sister, what you think about Apple TV? Mm-hmm. And I was like, do you have to have an Apple phone or Apple TV to use that app? So the rest of the conversation is not pertinent to the point. But he's like, I'm going to sign up for it. I hope there's nobody listening that I'm going to get in trouble with for this. But, you know, <clears throat> he's like, I'm going to sign up for it and give you the login. <clears throat> but but you didn't use it. You didn't use it. I'm just saying. <clears throat> Yet. <clears throat> but what am I watching right now? What was I watching last night? I had a couple of things. It depends on the platform I'm on. You okay. know, um, if I'm on uh, Prime right now, I'm kind of digging the wild. I really like that movie. Have you seen it? The wild no. TV show. I really like that movie, Lord of the Flies. Oh. I read the book when yes. I was a kid. The movie was wild. And so they came out with, <laughs> they came out with a show called The Wilds. Um, and it was girl-based. And it's very mm. much like Lord of the Flies. Now they're in season two, and now they've, you know, made a, a boy version. So mm. I'm digging that on Prime. Um, on, on what am I watching on HBO? Man, I got so many platforms because <clears throat> we share accounts, you know. So anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm paying for like one. You know, we got this system. We all pay for an app, and then we share it as a family. So look, I'm not mad about it. I'm just, I'm just look. As you can tell, I've started looking out to make sure who ain't about to roll up on us. Man, (laughs) man, oh man. Um, But yeah, it just depends on the platform. There's a couple things that have started back up. I want to check out on Disney Plus. This is some show about um, a dude who can't sleep, shadow or something, and like he's an insomniac and a superhero or something. I don't know. Listen, I said I want to check it out. That means I haven't seen it yet. Right. But I've seen the commercials for it. I should okay. show my age. Because do they even call them commercials anymore? They, don't uh, call, them, they call them ads now, I think. I, I, don't I don't know. They don't call them commercials anymore. They don't? I don't think so. And see, you showing your age, too, that you're I, unsure. I, I, yeah, I'm very unsure. I will say that I have, I guess I never processed that you really don't hear the word commercial anymore Mm-mm. and that they call them ads. Yes. But I think maybe that's just because the way TV, TV has changed. Because in you're, that same thing that you used to sit and watch TV and would happen, right? And mm-hmm. this commercial happens calling it a commercial when you're sitting on your iPad and you're right. watching whatever doesn't sound the same. Exactly. It's an ad. Exactly. So at that point, it probably just transformed. Over. Or yep. not transformed yep. overall. But moreover, I'm not a big TV person. Weeks can go by before I actually watch TV. And I'm like, dang, I haven't turned my TV. Let me turn the TV on and see what's on. I actually look in the paper to see what's on right now right. to get an idea of, oh, I watched that show. Like there's a bunch of shows that have started back up that I haven't even got a chance to go back to, like Stranger Things. Everybody's talking about it. And you have more. Let me tell you. Be ready. I, 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 I finished that. Did you? Yes. This hour and a half of episode, I, I don't got that type of time. You will. When you get into it, that hour and a half will fly. Man. You're going to wish for a couple of more. Man. The, male, the man who fell from Earth on Showtime. I'm digging that right now. Behind the net, 
4,400, you know, that's a reboot behind on that. I mean, there's things I like to watch, but I just don't have a lot of time. I value my sleep. Uh oh. <laughs> Bruh. That's fair. I ain't going to touch that. You I, know. <laughs> all right. Here's my thing I would like to get more sleep, but my body and my mind say, look, you do that when you're retired. We got things to do. I need you to get up. The mind stays busy. So I agree. I try to to snag up. Now, that being said, a midday, a quiet midday makes for a doggone good nap. Because mm. mm. I am I will fall out in a coma in a heartbeat. Mm. It's so funny you said that. When I woke up this morning to come over here and meet with you, I said, When I'm done, I'm coming home and taking a nap. <laughs> Nap. <laughs> Let me tell you, nap has become, it is so funny how powerful mm-hmm. or, or how positive the nap comes from when you are youthful and, mm-hmm. and that naps were evil. Mm-hmm. Naps were evil when you were young and then. Now it's essential. <laughs> it's, a, it's a luxury. It's, a, it's something that you, you fight to, to have an opportunity to do. Can I have this nap time? Man, oh, man. Yeah, I I definitely echo that. And so when I say I value my sleep, I I use I try to use my wake times to, as you said, be productive. You know, starting right. my business, and this is my fourth, fifth business venture, and I've let them go many times because I I didn't have time. And I noticed that, especially living in California, where they most of them I started in California. And where it literally takes you one hour to go 15 miles. Ooh. I know. I couldn't. I can't. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Bruh. Um, but you factor in your eight-hour workday plus your hour lunch because I worked in white collar. Then the one-hour, one-way travel time. Now we nine, 11 hours of your day. Right. Then you still got to go home, shower, eat, you know, cook oh, dinner. Yeah. You're tired, tired, you know. Tired. And so I noticed this time I said... A number of times I've started a business and then I had to let it go because I just couldn't keep up with the demands of having a full-time job, which we have to do, right. you know, and also trying to get a business up and functioning to the point that is sustainable and sustains my lifestyle. So this time I said, I will not do that by any means necessary. Yes, I understand I have to have a full-time job, but I'm going to have to X some things out. TV was one of them things, you know, yeah. TV. And, you know, I just have to be more intentional about how I spend my time. So I get that. Mm-hmm. It makes sense to me. Yeah. All right. Um, shop local. Big fan. Required. First thing I do is look at where I'm at. In fact, now that I live in Oshkosh, I still work in Appleton and I, I'm familiar with Appleton. I've been, I was there for what, 12 years. 13 years, <clears throat> I know where everything is. I know what when I want something, who's got the best prices, and, right. you know, I know all that. I know how to get there. The roundabout's here. Why you got everything on this Main Street coiler and got a roundabout? Is that even how you pronounce that street? Coiler? Mm-hmm. What? what? Coiler. Okay, whatever. Why you got all these roundabouts? This is too much, you know. So I find myself, because it's easier, more convenient, shopping in Appleton. But then I, like, 
it it irks me. Like, cause I I believe in pouring into your community, investing right. in your community, right? Paying paying into your community, you know. Absolutely. Um. So and that's where my tax dollars is going now. So I'm trying to fatten up this community, not Appleton. And so I literally just told my daughter last night as we went shopping because we were in Appleton and it was more convenient. And I said, oh, honey, we really should have did this in Oshkosh. Look at all the money mommy spent here. We should have bought these things in Oshkosh. So shop local, do it. It's a must. Invest in your, quit going to Amazon for everything. Mm. Quit going to Hellmart for everything. Invest- Ooh, what is this Hellmart you speak of? <laughs> you know exactly who that is. <laughs> The Walmart. Oh, oh. I never heard that term. I will never give them a penny of my money. No? Never. Mm. That company, that family, that organization, that umbrella is from hell. I, don't, <laughs> I understand that their prices are better, but it's not about that, you know? I, the I, way they tear down a community, yeah, bruh, yeah. I can't. I can't. I, 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 I get it. And I don't shop shop them, but you know what they sometimes. I don't care. It's just the place where ain't nobody else got it. I don't care. And and if I got if I need what I need, then I gotta do I it. But I'm not gonna lie, I I do Amazon before I do Walmart. Good answer. I mean that, that's that, that, better. No, that's just you know? I just uh, look. Is a and I've said this in past episodes. I my thing with Amazon. Mm-hmm. And and what I always want local businesses to keep in mind is Amazon is the most equal opportunity shopping experience. And I can't say that all brick and mortars are. You're not wrong about that. And so that's my thing. It's it I if I'm coming to spend my dollars, there there is I'm not asking for a some extraordinary level of service. Mm-hmm. But I am asking for just a a level of decency and respect as I as I shop in your in your store. I am definitely picking up what you're putting down. And I will say that I try to show grace <clears throat> for local business owners and I try to show grace for other human beings to just understand that everyone has a bad day. If we're talking about they have a bad attitude or them not being as customer service responsive, you know, everyone has a bad day. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm very forgiving on that stuff. Like if I we're know talking about costs is well, costs. What are we talking about? We are just talking. Like about, give an example. Uh, being followed. Oh Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do I need to go further? No, not at all. You see, I shut up. <laughs> <laughs> all right, then that—that's where I'm going to leave no, that. For sure. at. That's for sure. what, that's where I'm at. No, I'm yes. not talking about a cashier who's yes. had a bad day because I'm very I've I've worked all those jobs. I get that. Do you I'm report super, them? Huh? I follow you around. Do you report them? That no. Why no. not? Well, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't go to enough stores anymore for those experiences because of those experiences. Oh, that's unfortunate. And maybe they don't, maybe it has improved greatly, but to get me inside of a brick and mortar store is difficult now. Yeah, you're not young. And so when you've been um, around the block a few times, especially living out here where 
Wisconsin is only 5% black hey, in the 30, whole I've only been here 30 years. Which that's a long time. That's even, what I'm saying. When I moved here 13, 14 years ago, whatever the year is, what year is this, 2022? It don't matter. When I moved here over a decade ago, yes. it would be months before we would see another black person. So I definitely understand where you're coming from on that. Right. But that is unfortunate that that has permanently scarred you to the point that local businesses now can't benefit from your patronage. The right one can. The right ones can. Um, I hear that. But, but you know, once again, that's just where I'm at with it. No, and, sure. and so I say it so people are mindful of it mm-hmm. because I still hear, you know, I'm, I'm a person that's, very immersed in the community. I'm talking to sure. all sorts of people all the time. For sure. All sorts of socioeconomics, all sorts mm-hmm. of backgrounds, all sorts of cultures, religion, whatever, all the things, right? I'm immersed in community and diversity. Mm, same. And I don't hear as many stories, mm-hmm. but I still hear stories. I agree. So that's where I would I will say is is like it's something to be mindful of. Well, if it gives you any comfort, know that I've been here for thirteen years and I've never had that experience. Hey, then that does 14. give me some comfort. Yeah, I mean, as you said it, I've heard it. I've heard people say that, and I may go in there in the mommy look with the yoga pants and the t shirt, or you may catch me coming from work where I might be dressed more professional, you know, and it doesn't matter, you know. And I remember a time when I would shop in the middle of the night because that's when my daughter would sleep at Whitman's, you know, because um, <clears throat> they're the only grocery stores open 24 hours other than Walmart. Anyway, um, I never had that problem, you know, and. As you said it, I was really trying to reflect if I could, yeah, with you. Oh. And I, I couldn't, I didn't, I don't have any memories of that. Well, what I will say is um, my favorite type of shopping, I've never had any memories or experiences like that. And that would be like a uh, grocery shopping because that's my favorite kind of shopping. Interesting. Uh, what are you getting at the grocery store? We know it's not salad. <laughs> oh, facts. <laughs> no, I'm not buying no salad. Uh, you know, they couldn't. It, it, that has to come free with some pig points. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So uh, I just gonna say, look, points. look, me, me in the grocery store. I like, look, I just like to enjoy. It. Look, I've learned a couple lessons about grocery shopping. A, don't do it hungry. Mm-hmm. I, I like to shop in the meat aisle because oh I'm looking for things to barbecue, to smoke, to do those kinds of. Uh, activities with um yeah you and then all your little barbecue stuff around here you got the gas and the charcoal I, you're not a loyalist at all but i see it what you mean i'm a loyalist to, to the art no. <sighs> to the art How you gonna have gas and charcoal you either one or the other you no can't. and wait and i got multiples i see that i got mm-hmm. look I know if you read about it, the chimney uh-huh, I know. Wait, if you I look see around you. there's an egg over here too so look let me just let me tell you there's mm-hmm. enough stuff that uh, you know what I am. Mm-hmm. You ain't gonna come and challenge me to no kind of barbecue nothing, and don't think that I ain't got a skill set for you. You know now, I I I I am not managing anybody's grill and getting all that smoke in my hair and in my eye. I'm not doing it. The smut, I'm not doing it. Mm. But my husband now he's a barbecue 
enthusiast. And yeah. I will have to tell him you said that. Oh. Because I would love to see y'all do a cook-off and let you put your money where your mouth is since mm. you're doing all that talking. Look, first of all, I'm legendary. Oh. I am Timber. What Timber you, Timber what? makes Timber does cook-offs. I'm a t- I will. It's Gosh, listeners here. know Timber ain't scared. Okay. He ain't never been scared. He's barbecuing today. And number two, if if, if it ain't barbecue, it's chili. My chili's okay. legendary. That's another one. So that's just how it goes okay, down. Okay, we're going to have to talk about that chili thing. Look, I just told you. Know, look, I'm just we're telling gonna you what it about is. That, that, that chili, that's my lane now. But I now, love chili. That's now, my second, I'm not going to say. There's, I have been defeated in barbecue wings. In particular, shout out to Casey. Okay. The only man that I can remember that has defeated me in a wing challenge. But that doesn't mean... That my wings weren't nice. My new wings were nice that day. My man okay. came in with some secret sauce on me. He beat mm. me, and he, and he won over the crowd. And, mm. I, and yes, I, mm. but nonetheless, that was many moons ago. Mm. Like we all, I've gotten more skillful. Well, the, this dog has learned a few new barbecue tricks. Well, that's right. Look. Well, I ain't got no I ain't got no shame. Well, you know, whenever you want to do that thing, you let me know and then I'll put you in contact with old boy. With the gentleman. And we can see what it do. Like I'll shake his hand mm-hmm. and we can have that nice barbecue gentleman's uh you know, but I I need I need good impartial judges to be part of it. I don't know what you're trying to imply. First of all, I'm a taste test at all. <laughs> you can taste test it. T- that taste testing and judging is two different things. I'm just saying. Bruh. Let's just be very clear about that. They're well, not the same well, thing. If it makes you feel any better, I'm not that type of, because my husband and I, we do cook-offs all the time. Hmm. And I I will say, okay, there are some things I didn't completely, like, I don't make it. Like, he got that, you know, okay, you did your thing with that. I won't even, that's you. Mm-hmm. So I'm not like that, but yeah. I will say <clears throat> I have a very refined palate. So oh. <laughs> oh. that's where we're gonna go. So if you if you if you come with the if you come with the culinary shenanigans, oh. I don't care who you are, I will call you out. I would just tell you that right now. No one's exempt. <laughs> well, you're going to be calling me out because if I'm doing it, there's shenanigans. Oh, That's just how that goes down. Well, you know, you let me know when you're ready. I'm going to let you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Diversity. Mm. More than just race. Facts. I think a lot of folks, when they hear diversity, well, it really just depends. Oh, oh this is a perfect example. So at my peak, I served on 32 boards, committees, task force, right? So there's one board I served on. I'm the only black person on the board. And um, one of the board members said, we have a very diverse board. I said, this lady crazy. I'm the only person of color on this board. What's she talking about? And then as she began to, I only thought it. I didn't say anything. I'm just thinking and listening, you know, because I like to listen. There's learning in that. So I'm listening to where this lady coming from and going with it. And she goes on to say, you know, she starts talking about people's professional um, backgrounds. We have an attorney and we have an accountant and I'm like, that's what she think diversity is. And then it clicked for me. You know what? It's not always about race. There's ableism. 
there's disabilities, there's different kinds of diversity. And I think most of the time when people hear that, I won't say most of the time, in my opinion, from my observation, when I'm in conversation with folks, it appears that when people say diversity, immediately many people's thoughts go to racial. And it's not just about race. Facts. I'm not even going. I'm not even going to expand on that because I 100% agree with that, and I'm a person that's constantly trying to point out that when I what I my challenge. I think the challenge with the word diversity right now is people do automatically go to race culture things, mm-hmm. and when I and I'm always trying to have the conversation that what that does is it creates this space where people can other it, mm-hmm. and they're that doesn't apply to me we don't have we don't serve Mm -hmm. diverse we don't have a diverse constituency to serve we don't have to worry about those things Mm -hmm. and i try to bring it back around like that your diversity too everyone is diversity Mm -hmm. everybody no matter who you are no matter how small your community is Mm -hmm. no matter how homogenous it may be there's still diversity in all of it Mm -hmm. because of all of the things and there's diversity in the things you just can't see outwardly there's just diversity so um, the more that we we do a better job of trying to be inclusive and to bring people in mm-hmm. versus being exclusive, mm-hmm. I think there's something to be said for that. For sure. Um, community. Show up and show out. I love that about Wisconsin. You know, now, no one listening to this podcast will complain, but many people are often surprised when I say, I prefer Wisconsin over California. I hate California, and I will not go back. And I was going to give out too much information and say what my personal email is, but it it, it lets you know that I don't like California in my email. It's, uh-uh. it's, it's not for me. You know, I love the community spirit of Wisconsin. I love how it supports its own. I love how it showcases its talents. I love how it shows up when there is an event, you know, guaranteed it's going to be packed out. You're not going to be able to find a place to park. If it's a ticketed event, it's going to be sold out immediately. You know, I love how supportive Wisconsin is. You know, I just, I love the community spirit. I love, true story, at the Appleton home, that storm back in, what year are we, 22? So maybe like 16? There was a storm in like 2016. A lot of trees got, you know, knocked down, whatever the case, blown over, whatever. There's trees everywhere in the street, right? On my block, there was a tree that came down. All of the neighbors, not us, we, 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 we didn't do it, but everybody else, you know, everybody else showed up with a chainsaw and their Well, ass. yeah. Oh, but no. Case in point, we owned a house in California, in Sacramento, actually, and tree came down. Let me tell you what happened. Everybody was doing the uh, Mrs. Kravisitz from Bewitch, oh. opening their blinds, looking out. Mm-mm. All of a sudden, you see one set of they eyes. They were Gladys. They were pulling the Gladys. Yeah. And then, then what they would do, they come get everybody else to come look and laugh at you while you tried to cut your own tree down and fix it. The whole block did that. Oh, oh no. We did, too, I want to say. I you did that, too? I can't. I can't. Why, you, why you do that? Bruh. <laughs> so for me, I'm not that laborious type chick. I'm not gonna get out there with any chainsaw. I'm just saying I'm not. But I'm gonna tell you what the way Wisconsin is built. I can tell you exactly what happens. So like, let's mm-hmm. say that happens, mm-hmm. and the dude's gonna go 
the person is going to look at their partner and say, <gasps> you know, I bought this chainsaw. I ain't had a chance to do nothing with it. Can mm. I go? Can I go? Like, mm. it's the kids down the block. Right. Can I go play? Right. Can I go? Can I go? Go. Exactly. Go ahead. See Take that? your new chainsaw. See? And they show up. And the other and the other people are looking. They look and they might have the special chainsaw that's hanging mm-hmm. up and it's like golden or something. Mm-hmm. And they haven't had a reason. <gasps> right. Exactly. <laughs> and they're definitely running. They're literally running. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. Mm-hmm. Can we? Can we? Please, yep, please, yep, and they yep. and they, zzz, 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 and then there's other people that show up, and they're yeah. like thinking free wood. I was thinking the same thing. Now that's what I'm thinking. Right. Can I get some of that wood? Right, because mm-hmm. they're gonna show. Look, you can have some wood if you help. Yep. Oh, I got you. See, so Wisconsin See? is built like that. I yes. will 100 percent show up and show out. They will, and I love that. It very much, even though I'm not gonna get out there on my chainsaw. You know, I will get out and like say, hey, you got this spot. And that's I will get out and assist in that way. But I love that about Wisconsin. You know, if if your neighbors know that you fail and you're injured, they will. I can't tell you how many times folks have snow blowed our street for us. Oh, yeah. You know, stuff like that. Well, you know, that's the same thing. There's some there's a there's a there's a gentleman that do the whole block. Right. He bought something. That is so big and powerful, and he's like, mm. "This ain't enough. I need a bigger. Let me just do the whole block. Let me just do the whole yeah. block." And see, I love that they do not do that in California. Mm-hmm. Love I love it. that about Wisconsin. All right, the Kosh hidden gems. This is your opportunity to share something that you found um, that you think is a gem. So I did say earlier that I just moved out here. Right. And I don't get out that much. And because I am trying to build up my business and requires me to save quite a few thousands of dollars. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Bruh, I get it. For my, I get it. For my next purchase, um, I don't, I don't, I try not to spend money that I don't need to spend. That's fair. Um. But I will say this, and and also, my allergies make it hard for me to get out like I used to and like to. Okay. But my siblings, they stay at the park. I would oh. t- they stay at Menominee Park, and they will go take food up there. Oh yeah. And to spend the whole day up there. Yes. Um, and I will show. I've been over there a few times actually, but um, time doesn't allow me to really have a life of leisure to really explore the city. Like I want to and okay. would if I wasn't like goal oriented, like laser focused on making sure my business is successful this time. Right. Um, but if I had to highlight a gem in the community, I I would have to say, I think I mentioned it moments ago or it might have been before we start recording. But UWO is doing some amazing things around um, sustainability and being reducing our city's carbon footprint. And every time I read an article about something else that they're doing and, and some other conversion they're working on, I'm like, wow, that's awesome. That is so cool. And I'm not hearing anybody else talking about doing some of the things that they're doing with um, just trying to replenish and undo and repair some of the damage that we've done to our earth. Shout out to UWO. We are huge UWO fans at the Kosh. Um, What's the Kosh need? 
You know, you if you were if you act okay, so <laughs> <laughs> You know that that was the equivalent of see what had happened was that that's what that was that was the equivalent. Okay, because this this is a tough question for me coming from California because I already mentioned in this conversation that Wisconsin offers so much more than what California did, and I'm always impressed with what Wisconsin with the resources they may have available. Right, how easily accessible they are how accommodating i mean wisconsin is like firing on all cylinders for me as a californian moving here um but Uh oh Uh -oh. i like to normally say and but because it's not positive i'm going to have to say but what i am finding though in my professional capacity there's not a lot of affordable housing okay yep Bruh. Um, yeah. I'm I'm noticing <laughs> even though it's kind of funny, I <laughs> a couple years ago they had a whole article talking about oh, 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 we're in crises. Our homeless numbers are out of control. It was like 119. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you can find 119 homeless people on one block in California. Stop it, stop it. Um, but it doesn't negate the fact that um, it is getting worse. You know, I'm seeing a lot of families who are sleeping in their cars, who are paying all of their, the kids are working, the parents are working to pay for a room, you know. Um, and so I, I feel like we could really benefit from that. Yeah. Um, recently, I went to a, um, a white privilege conference. Um, May? What month is this? May. In May. I went, okay. in, what month is this? May? It don't matter. A couple months ago, I went to a, um, the one that was in Charlotte. And okay. I, funny enough, I ran into a gentleman that was from Wisconsin. He was in one of my sessions. And so, of course, we started talking. Hey, what brings you here? I don't know. How, how are you going to be in Charlotte and run into somebody from Wisconsin? Well, if it's the white privilege con- uh, conference that I know, you know that. Well, Eddie Moore. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. Eddie Moore is in Green, Green Bay. Bay. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, that's yeah. my buddy. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so still, you know, um, I asked, you know, hey, you know, I'm also from Wisconsin. Tell me more about what brings you here, whatever, whatever. So he begins to tell me he actually uh, lives in Madison and he is a part of an organization that it works on like redeveloping communities and providing affordable housing and yada, yada. And I was like, hey, you know, I just started a business, a property management business that, you know, I'm looking to buy my own properties, you know, duplexes, things, multifamily homes. We'll say it that way, multifamily homes <clears throat> to be able to, you know, manage, you know, that's how you build up that wealth, baby. People don't talk enough about that, you know, knowing the difference between wealth versus income. Right. Um, but <sighs> I was talking to him about it. And he made me aware of how many communities are actually funding um, projects like that. They have they have the money available to invest in affordable housing. But see what in the course of the conversation, we talked a lot about development. And I'm like, that's not the way to go. You know, you know how many years it's been especially in today's market where you can't find a lot of materials and products and things are really high and there's not a lot of workers, you know, lots of folks are having trouble finding employees waiting to build 
affordable housing takes years. Right. Why are we doing that when we can simply convert pre-existing structures into affordable housing? You have thoughts. Go ahead. I'll wait. Oh, well, no, we could, you should finish because I, there's, there's things I'm thinking mm-hmm. and what I, and what I will just simply say, so you can help me remember yes. is the game has changed. Say more about that. What I mean by that is, okay, I think what has changed is like housing now isn't bought locally necessarily. Okay. So it's bought nationally or internationally You're right. so a lot of what used to be affordable and I, I was just having this conversation uh i was at my church uh which was which is jensen's y'all know what i'm saying and um i was sitting next to these two uh ladies and they were talking about how their neighbor sold his house and uh it was bought by somebody in colorado and they airbnb'd it so they hired the neighbors to mm. and they're in a just a regular house right in this neighborhood, mm. right? So and I so my question to him was, well, does it stay rented? They were like, yes, all the time. And so like they're doing their uh, their lawn care for them and maybe occasional cleaning as necessary, right? But that's what's happening to affordable housing, where if it's people aren't. Just before, I felt like if you bought a house, you kind of had to buy it where people wanted to see it and it was mm-hmm. local. Mm-hmm. People jump online now. They can find a listing. They'll buy it, sight unseen, fix it, and then they can Airbnb it online. So technology, mm-hmm. to me, has mm-hmm. changed what was the availability of affordable housing because everybody sees the possibility of it being an, uh, a way to build wealth or to create mm-hmm. income. So... I do see where the need may be to build Mm -hmm. because it's all getting snatched up. But see, the thing is, though, so what I can't think of his name. Todd comes to mind, but I don't think that's right. Nonetheless, when I was talking to the gentleman who works in Madison, he was saying how, especially in the pandemic, the federal government granted many organizations, many communities, the ability to say, hey, here's some funds for you to create affordable housing. It doesn't have to be developed. I'm hearing what you're saying about snatching up homes, but there's not a lot of multifamily homes that are being utilized as Airbnbs. And I am not knocking. I also am trying to build up my wealth, but I'm also trying to carve out a fraction of my business to save room for opportunities for other families to be able to be housed, you know. Absolutely. So now, I mean, I can't deny, I can't financially afford to just make all my stuff 20%, 40% under market value. But I am definitely comfortable doing half or a fraction or whatever. Um, And so... What, I, what he was explaining to me was that a lot of counties are doing this thing where they'll give you a grant, right? And they'll say, depend about, it depends on the contract and how it's written and how much they give you, but here's X amount of money to create affordable housing. And the expectation is we're giving you this grant and you will make it 20, 30, 40, 50% under market value for a decade, five years, whatever the case may be. Right. And I'm like, see, now I can get on board with that. You know, in California, I... Um, worked for a property management company for seven years. So I have property management experience and I'm totally comfortable managing it. 
Um, but I feel like to me, that's a much more quick win, a much greater, I don't want to say sustainable, um, but it's a little bit more beneficial for our community instead of waiting. And also with some of the ordinances with building, sometimes you just don't have that flexibility. Mm. You know, it's just too many barriers around deciding that it makes the most sense to build. I agree. I'm not, I'm not knocking that either. The build to build is not easy either. Mm -hmm. So I'm just saying overall, um, I just think, there's been a huge shift in the in the market and and what and who's buying what and why and the whole nine. And there's a lot of money. I have a couple of friends who are working on doing some Airbnbs, um, and I have um, one unit that I'm like I'm, I'm an Airbnb this too, you know. Um, but again, I'm only wanting that to be a fraction of my business. I still want to and hope to be able to create affordable housing. Um, by doing what I said, you know, buying existing properties and um, allowing some of those units or, or the entire building, whatever the case, however the contract is set up, um, to be converted and used for affordable housing. I, I just see a lot of that, you know, people not being able to afford anything. And for the reasons you mentioned, and it's not just here, it's 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 nationwide. Oh, no, it's definitely nationwide. And, and here we have some... Our housing, even though it's starting to look a little more unaffordable, we do actually have some affordable housing. Yeah. I've been, but I've been looking at what rents are in some of these Ooh. places, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, with my uh, daughter just recently moving, and man, the it gives me pause. Like what, what, what some of the rent or what it is to do rent. So for sure, I actually was having a conversation with um, my best friend who still lives in California after I did a market analysis last month. And I was telling her how much the rents were going. She said, those are California prices. I said, but girl, that's how much they rent out here. That's what it's costing. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, there's been a shift. Yeah, for sure. All right. Um, Okay. We have one more segment before, and that segment is the Naughty Slash Heroes Corner. This is your opportunity to nominate somebody to, it doesn't have to be somebody, it could be a thing, it could be whatever you want it to be, an organization, a, a thing, or whatever, to the Naughty or the Slash Heroes Corner. So, Anitra, uh, what are you thinking? So, I was listening to some of your po- podcast and i know it's a lot of folks went in the hero direction oh yeah that's usually the normal look people don't want to go negative it's it's rare i'm gonna go negative though because uh, you know i want to be an anomaly i want to be a rarity i want you to remember what i said uh-oh <laughs> <Bruh>. <laughs> i'm ready my naughty corner has to sit with those who are not being mindful of how they're caring for our planet. I have to say that. You know, this is it. This is all we got. I mean, you know, there's, there's a, I don't want to say crazy talk. I don't want to say that. I don't want to shame anybody for their perspectives. But there is talk that they're building a special ship to take us to another planet for the elite who can afford a seat on the ship and it's an inhabitable planet. But for the most of us who can't afford that seat, if that's a thing, for the most of us, we all understand this is all we got, this planet, and it is becoming increasingly difficult to coexist. 
with Earth's environment as humans. We can barely breathe the air, hence that allergy conversation. The food is constantly having issues and being contaminated. The water is constantly contaminated and undrinkable. And it's just the little things that I see people doing um, that I'm like, dude, you could do better. As a human being, we could do better. We need to do better. This is all we got. I agree. Stop buying them individual water bottles. Um, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm not going to touch that one. I'm going to leave that alone. Because oh. that, 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 you know, I, here's what I will say. We, we, and I can say we don't do it at all. For but sure. we do it a lot less because we did, sure. you know, I'll tell you what cha- what's the game changer when you buy the little ice maker and the water on your fridge. For sure. That there, they should just not make a fridge without that. I agree. Because that just, that changes everything to me. It's the little things. It is little You things. know, it's the little things. And it, it's top down if companies can be mindful of how they're mass producing things, how they're marketing it, trying to um, make it more appealing. I mean, I've seen changes over the years, like this, like this paper straw, which sucks. I gotta tell you, like, I look. There's no greater bruh. the frustration with the paper straw, and Man. like I, like I'm good, but I'm I'm like halfway through my drink, and this thing done turned to mush. Listen, you know what it reminds me of? Remember when we was kids, and they saw the little sugar in the straw? Remember oh, yeah. Them? Yeah, yeah, pixie sticks. Yes. Yes. That's what that reminds me of. You're right. I can't I can't with the paper straw. I mean, I'd rather just let the ice hit my lips. I'm done. Like, done. keep it, keep mm. it, you know. So I've seen things over the years, for sure. I've seen the adjustments. Um, remember when we used to have everything come in um, styrofoam? Gosh, when was the last time I seen styrofoam? Oh, they're still there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I did mention that I don't I don't eat out a lot and stuff. No, see, you know? that's a, but yeah, you know, like but there has been some shifts. Everybody's not doing styrofoam. No, though, that's true. You know, there's a lot there's a lot of alternatives. There out has there. been some shifts, you know, but we still have a long way to go as a humanity. Like we just right. have to do better about as earthlings, we have to do better about how we're caring for our planet. Makes sense to me. So, all right, I'm gonna remember that you do. That. You are the first naughty. Picker. I'm not the first. Uh, the, there no, was a yeah, couple in a long in a long time. Okay, okay. Not in, we haven't had anybody choose the naughty in a long time. Well, I'm doing some finger wagging today, baby. You, that's what you're doing. Some finger wagging. I'm mad at you. Okay. All right. Well, we're at that time. It is time for the topic of the week. Um, and this week's topic of the week, the topic of the week is always chosen by our guest. And this week's topic of the week is what does your carbon footprint look like? We are staying on this path. I am. Okay. I, I am on a path to be a better human, a better earthling. Yes, I am. And I want each and every one of you to join me. Join, that's it. <laughs> come on, y'all. Let's let's all come together. And be better earthlings. I know it's not a conventional model. I'm that person that each one of our cars has um, a bag of bags, you know, the reusable bags. I do not get the bags. I will, if I forgot to bring, well, that never happens because I keep them in the car. But let's say I go into Aldi's 
and I end up seeing more stuff because you know they always got those weekly picks, baby. You know, you yes. go in there and you. Oh, I didn't know they had this. And you know, you go in for one thing, come out with eight. Uh, hopefully that. Well, I was gonna say all these for me. It's that four dollar wine. Uh, that four dollar wine. It be hidden. Okay. Bruh. Okay. I'm not a drinker, but shall shall I be hosting something that requires wine? I'll keep that in mind. I mm. may I may call on you for some recommendations in that case. I may have some recommendations. And I may take them. <laughs> 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 oh um, but I say that to say you go in for your one item. I didn't bring a bag in because I hadn't anticipated needing to get so many things. And then I will go out and put all that stuff in the cart as is and put it straight from the car, from the buggy into my car. You know, it's, it's the little stuff. When I see people get a bag for one item, bruh, bruh, why did you get that bag? Why did you get the bag for one item? Like, stop it. Little stuff. You know, to big stuff, you know, the recycling, not being mindful of the labels of where to put stuff, not being mindful of the new thing. They want you to put the cap back on the bottle, you know, and how people don't do that. The new thing, they don't want you to collapse it. You know, people used to think, let's collapse the water bottle and make it fit more. They don't want you to do that anymore. Like just people just not being mindful of their carbon footprint and the, and the driving. Now, I know this not going to be too much of a problem right now with these gas prices, baby. Mm, bruh. Baby. Ooh, that was almost my what in the world is going on with. Man, man, is that even necessary? I thought it was illegal to price couch. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I feel it like oh Ooh, how much you been at the last time you at the tank last time you got gas uh i bet you i could beat you i was at 470 something it might have been uh i feel like it was it was 479 or four it was like something like that 470 something so you went with the price per gallon it cost me 90 dollars and 99 cents oh no see once once again I don't have that car. That I car. Have a truck. Hey, look! I you see that gas sipper right there? He says sipper. I like oh, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right there. That that there is the big sipper right there. The red I like sipper. That. I like that. That's cute. Gas that, sipper. That's that, cute. That's right. I know when I go and I fill up, I'm, my feelings are only slightly hurt, not big hurt. My feelings right now, and normally they not hurt at all because the sipper does a good job. <laughs> That makes me laugh every time you say it. I was mm-hmm. complaining to my best friend. I mentioned she's still in California. And she said the gas is seven something a gallon for the 87. Bruh. For the 87. <laughs> for the cheapo, the regular stuff. Eight, seven, seven. It was like 769. Not like 702. But like 769. Bruh. I can't. Like. It's time to start walking. <laughs> I'm, a, look, I'm not going to lie. I wish I had some Tesla money because I'd buy me a Tesla. I, I would in a heartbeat. But you know what? This Sometimes it takes drastic things to push us forward. I agree. And this may be the thing that pushes us to. We've had the technology. It's out there. We could put up the right things, the infrastructure needed to go electric. I think people would actually wouldn't be against electric cars. It would, what has held us, uh, I think, from progressing forward is what always sometimes <laughs> holds us from moving forward, which is capitalism. The, you, Ooh, you got agreed. the money. You know, you've got the money and certain uh, 
certain places, you know, giving up gas and all of that. That's a long, yeah. And that's the thing that makes me so mad about our humanity is the greed, you know, that we don't have to do this. There are other ways, you know, in some countries, like some of the stuff that's allowed here in America, like for instance, the food, other countries don't even let you put that fake sugar in there. It's only here. It's only here that they allow that, you know, and it doesn't have to be that way. Other countries are showing and are modeling for us how we can do better, you mm. know. And I keep hearing a lot of dialogue around things like um, by such and such time, we're going to make it that they have to. Companies have to make sure that it's more sustainable. Companies have to make sure they're reducing their carbon footprint. But then every time that timeline comes up, they find a way to move it, you right. know, or all of a sudden the last minute, like, I don't know, the most recent one was in January. Um, I think I think it was December 31st of 2021. The pork, so pig farms, chicken farms, lamb. I can't remember what the other one was. It was something I don't eat. I think it was lamb. They had to um, create more, um, what's the word, you know, um, more comfort, like less animal cruelty. Oh, you know what I'm talking yeah. about. For like free range right. kind of things. Right. And they had to make sure that um, the animals were living a more comfortable life before they got slaughtered. I'm not being shady. Like, I respect that. At the very last, so everybody buying up all the bacon. Remember when bacon went really high in January? Buying up the bacon. Oh, the price is about to go high, about to go high. The, the pigs was like, pig farmers were like, we can't do that. They waited to the last minute. The last minute, they had years to implement the process. They had years to challenge it. They had years to do something. They waited to the last minute. And this is this is just how our system works. Mm-hmm. This is how our country oh, works. they fight change. Yes, but you wait to the last minute. So now that's pushing us back more years, more mm-hmm. time. Yep. You know, and it's just, we got to do better with our humanity. I'm, you know... It, here's where I'm at with it. I, it it scares me in the sense of, you know, they got that movie that's on, uh, I think it's on Netflix. I think I saw it and it's called Don't Look Up. Yes, I've seen that movie. Yes, and Don't Look Up gave me so much pause because I really do believe we're at that place where yes. we, and we've, we've talked on the Kosh about some of this before, like we're in this place where, we have experts who are telling us exactly what's up and we've had experts tell us exactly what's up with us in our environment. And, and it's if, just missed. And if we don't do something about global warming, like that, you know, the mm-hmm. storms, the, the things, the mother nature mm-hmm. is going to do bigger mm-hmm. and scarier things. Mm-hmm. And, um, and yet we, it ain't real to us because we have other people telling us it's not real and choosing to just be like, hey, you know, don't worry about that. That's not going to happen. It's not going to happen in our lifetime. No, don't worry. It's never going to happen to us. That's just people telling you that's tree huggers. That's Mm -hmm. these people. That What do they really know? You know, it's going to cost you a lot more money. Mm -hmm. Every other excuse other than. Okay, we can fix it and do better. Yeah. That's all it takes. That's all it takes. How can we fix it and do better? And that in our lifetime is key for me. That's easy for the people who's at the top 
top down to be 80 and say in our lifetime, because you only got like another year to go, you know, but what about our children? And that's my thing. Okay. These things may not happen in my lifetime as a 40 something year old woman, but I have a 12 year old. What about what, what kind of planet has she inherited? We got to fix it before it's, you know, I, I feels to me like planet things aren't things you can last minute fix. Exactly. Like you can't just turn that on a dime and be like, oh, it nope. got really bad. We we exactly. we're about to go super green now. No, exactly. <laughs> it's probably too late at that point. And there's plenty of studies out there to show that it we can't reverse it. We can't reverse it. All we can do is halt the process at this point. And I'm like, bruh. Like, we got to do better than this. Yes, we do. So, that was kind of a down topic. No, it's not down. It's informative. And and what, let me just ask, um, what are some of the best things you think people can do right now to improve their carbon footprint? I think there's a lot of things that people can do. I think there it's a, it's a, that's such a huge question because there's so many things. Give us give me three. Okay, um, so small. I'll, I'll I'll say small for those who are in their baby steps. You know, yeah. Baby steps. I think that's a good place to start. Baby steps can be mindful of. Oh, oh, this is a good one right now because of gas prices. So be mindful of where you're driving. If it's walking distance, walk, or be mindful of how many stops you make along the way. You know, so that's one way. Be mindful of <laughs> them get them bags. That that's really, mm. <laughs> that really them bags really irritate me. Can you tell? I've been having bags in my car since before it was popular. I'm talking like 15, 20 years. I've been reusing my bags. Um, so stuff like that. But if you're gonna get the bags, reuse them. You know, think outside a box of ways that you can use the bags. Recycle them. Many grocery stores have that recycling at the front door. Recycle it. Recycle, period. You know, That's little fair. stuff. Recycle. Right. Be mindful what you're buying. That one you mentioned about the refrigerator. Get a reusable water bottle. Stop buying all those little water bottles. We are greatly impacting our ecosystem, our aquatic ecosystem. It's just getting really bad for, <laughs> there was a, a recent, um, there was a, um, what do you call it when you cut them That's open? Um, oh, autopsy. An autopsy done on a whale. And the whale had consumed hundreds of pounds of plastic. Mm-hmm. Hundreds of pounds of plastic. Like little stuff like that. You know, it's every, and the other thing is like, oh, my brother says to me, I'm just one person. What difference does it make? Stop having that mentality that you don't matter, that right. what you do don't matter. When there is billions of people on trillions of people on this planet, if everybody threw away a bottle once a day, mm-hmm. do the math. Right. You know, you matter. You Everything matter. you do has an impact on our planet. And just keep that in mind. Facts. And take the time, my biggest takeaway is take the time to figure out what you can do that's within your comfort zone. I don't, I, go ahead. I, I'll wait for my applause. <laughs> I was hesitant to say something because, you know, people hear, oh, I can't do that, I don't do that, that don't make sense for me, that doesn't work for me. But find what works for you. Like the things that I mentioned, 
works for me. You know, find what works for you. Figure out what's within your comfort zone. Packaging, certain products you buy. Like I try to buy the stuff that's biodegradable. Bio, and I try to buy a lot of fresh stuff so I don't have packages, you know. Little stuff. It's a lot of things that we can do that we don't even think about as human beings, but it goes a long way. And that's a way to like how I refuse to shop at Hellmart, that's a way to do your personal protest. If we stop buying those things, they'll stop making those things. That's true. That is so, so true. All right. That was a good topic. Thank you. Any last words you want to say about it? Man, I've already said so much. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. I've already said so much. That's fair. All right. Well. We're at that time of the show. This is where we start winding down. Um, just want to say, um, once again, Kosh listeners, thank you so much for listening. Um, as you know, we are a work in progress. We are always trying to improve. Um, <laughs> it's been so good lately. I've been out and about, and I've uh, I wear my hat kind of everywhere I go and I've had people stop me and they're like oh my god the gosh I've listened to this episode I listened to this episode and I'm just like wow um it just amazes me um who's out here listening so I appreciate all y'all um please 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 don't hesitate to reach out um email at askthekosh at gmail.com once again email at askthekosh at gmail.com feel free to tell us what's good bad how we can improve or maybe you want to be a guest maybe you got something to say and you know i keep an open door policy so i would love to have you as a guest if you'd like to be a guest um so that 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 is what it is. Um, the other thing I want to say is we do have Kosh gear. So hats and T-shirts, if anybody's interested, once again, just email us. Let me know and let's talk about it. Um, 20 bucks a pop, $20 a hat, $20 a T-shirt. Um, all I'm trying to do is actually uh, break even and pay the bills. <laughs> there is no, there is no uh, profitability plan in this. We are just trying to uh, just actually pay for some of the things that that are part of the cost of uh, producing the cash. Um, and the other thing is, is y'all know I'm trying to start a new segment. And so my new segment that I'm trying to start is I would like Kosh listeners to feel free to come and do your shout outs, send your shout outs and we'll play them on the show. So just give us a call and leave us a voicemail with your shout outs and we'll play your shout outs live as is at 920-385-9298. Once again, that's 920-385-9298. Um, send your birthday wishes, anniversary wishes, just send your shout outs and give us an opportunity to celebrate um, the things with the cash. Um, there we go. How you feel about that? That works for me. Okay. Well, you know what? Um, you know what time it is? Let me help you out with that. It is. It is shout out time. Denise, you got your shout outs ready? You know what? I just want to shout out the star program. That's what I want to shout out. Go on to tell them, tell the people what that is. So the STAR program, STAR is an acronym for Scholars on Target to Achieve Results. And the STAR program is a Boys and Girls Club. Well, it's a community initiative, but it's housed under the Boys and Girls Club umbrella of the Fox Valleys. And 
um, through that initiative, that's very simple, to close the opportunity gap for black and African-American students in um, the Appleton Area School District. I already said so much about UWO. That's the one I really wanted to shout out, but I already said so much you about You get to them, do as many shout outs as you want. Well, I did want to shout out UWO. You know, they're doing some amazing things, you know. Okay. Um, but, yeah, the STAR program, I think that that's important. I think that um, we all, as human beings, just need to do better with our humanity and think about how we can improve um, some of the circumstances for those who are being marginalized or underserved. Um, so I, I really love what the STAR program is doing and how it's supporting those black students um, in the Appleton Area School District. Okay. Any other shout outs? I want to shout you out. Uh-oh. <laughs> I don't know. Bro, that, started, that got me worried. You pushed the wrong button. You no, I did. I, just, I pushed the right button. <laughs> <laughs> You're about to get yourself some claps. <laughs> you know, um... I think that along the lines of what I said about community, you know, and how Wisconsin shows up and shows out and the way it supports and uplifts and highlights, you know, the excellence that Wisconsin produced. I think the cash runs alongside that, you know, and I think that's important. You know, it's a, it's a great way to make people feel that sense of belonging and to be able to see themselves in their community and to help them understand what their role is in their community. Yes, and I hope that we also do a really good job in giving giving um, direction and how you can find your way into it, whatever that looks like, whether you want to volunteer or part however you want to participate and support, whatever that looks like. Like I'm hoping we're showing a whole lot of different examples because I'm going to be honest, I haven't met anybody yet who doesn't want to do right by the community. Exactly. So. It's very informative. Yeah, well, we try. You, you do a good job. Thank you. There we go. That's the one I was looking for earlier. Uh-oh. <laughs> so I'm going to give my shout outs. Uh, shout out to my man, Sean Faye, 100. That's my that's my road dog right there. To my man, Chief Tarman. Uh, he got a promotion to uh, Chief of the UW Oshkosh Police Force. So he was Captain Tarman. Now he's Chief Tarman. So I definitely want to shout him out. Um, shout out to um, the CASA program. We had them recently as a guest. Don um, had an amazing episode. And we might be doing our first ad. Mm. Yes, I'm I'm actually excited about that. We're we're just gonna try something and see what happens. So just the opportunity, just the fact that they're interested in letting the cash um, produce something like that, like I'm super excited about it. I want to send a shout out to David uh, Calso. I'm hoping I'm pronouncing that well. You know, y'all already know I'm slaughtering that last name, but nonetheless, I met David. He has a podcast himself here in the region, and also is part of a podcast co-op, and um. As a big old podcast nerd myself, just the fact that there's a community in the Fox Valley of other podcast nerds that I want to kick it with, I'm excited about that. Um, shout out to Zach Zabel. Shout out to the fact that, did you know that Anthony Mackie is in Appleton today? Yes, for the commencement. Yeah, um, Lawrence commencement. Y'all know who uh, Anthony Mackie is? That is 
black Captain America. Yeah, he's yes. getting an honorary degree, I believe, honorary uh, master's or something. I'm not sure, but I and just he's a know. Speaker. Uh, yes, I mm-hmm. think he's their commencement speaker. Yep, yep, yep. So, nonetheless, uh, just the fact that he is in the Fox Cities region, I think that's mm-hmm. super sweet. And my last shout out goes to African Heritage Inc. because tomorrow is the Juneteenth Day program. And if y'all didn't know, let me just share this with y'all. The Juneteenth program that's produced out of uh, Appleton is the seventh biggest, most popular Juneteenth program in the entire nation. Wow. I never miss it, but I did not know that. Yes. It is ranked like for the quality of wow. what they what they actually do. So I like to think that that's in our I know. region, that's, that's kind of a cool. big deal. So big shout outs to everyone. Okay, we are in the last thing we got to do. This is the cleanup of the show. So we give you an opportunity. You get three choices. Uh-oh. All right, three choices. You can do parting words of wisdom. Okay. You can do what would yourself today tell your 12-year-old self? Ooh. Or C. All of the above. Oh. So, mm. how we, uh, what do you mm. want to do? You know what? I'm going to go with what would I tell my 12-year-old self. Okay. So, this, this, is a, this is a different direction than, than, than the Denitra that I showed up as the entire conversation and, and talk more about. So, at 12, I was in high school. I was pretty smart. I got skipped twice. Um. And there was not enough conversation. Yes, I toured every college in Cal, well, except like three, in California, you know, over the summers. But there was not enough dialogue around financial aid and how to secure scholarships and things of nature. So I graduated with $80,000 worth of debt because nobody was talking to me about that. And so if I could go back... Do you know what I could do with eighty thousand dollars? Look at listen here, bro. <laughs> look, you talking about something near and dear to my heart? Oh man, I mean that's some that's some listen. If, if I could go back and tell my twelve year old self something, I would tell my twelve year old self when you tour those. Co- I mean, well, I would have picked the college I went to. I would have probably well. Okay, I'm not going to focus on that part. I would tell myself though. Make sure you get a scholarship list. You know, as a 4.0 AP student, you know, I shouldn't have paid anything. I should have been getting my a full ride, you know, on my academic merit. Like, that should not have happened, you know. But no one was talking to me about it. So um, I would tell myself... Know that your your family's wealth is going to negatively impact your ability to get scholarships. But, <laughs> <laughs> well, well, to get grants, there's a difference. Right. It's going to negatively impact your ability to get grants, but it doesn't mean that you can't get scholarships. Correct. So don't focus on these loans that they don't even explain to you in enough depth. You know, because kids just see it and they, oh, I'm getting the money to go to school. They, you tell them, you know, you got to pay this back. Oh, okay. But, you know, they don't, it, ain't, it ain't real until it's real. But, but, man, you, you know, until it's $80,000 real. And so I would definitely tell myself, 
there was a lot of things that I, I said no to and passed up and didn't take an opportunity to, um, participate in because I just didn't understand the value of the experience or what was being offered. Like my mom offered me a house. Oh, if you stay here, cause I went away to school. If you stay here and go to college, then I'll give you, just pick a house you want. And I'll give you whatever one you want to, whatever one you want. And I want to stay here. Man, you, if, if I could have been a homeowner at 16, that's when I went off to college. If I could have been a homeowner at 16, Bruh. It'd have been different. My whole life would be different. Right. You know, there were so many things that I said no to that I just didn't understand what I was saying no to. Right. That I work for now or that have had consequences that it didn't have to be this hard. Right. You know, I just didn't know any better. So that's what be that would be the thing that I would tell myself. Mm. I'm feeling that. Yeah. All right. What did you think? think that I appreciate you inviting me to be a part of this opportunity to share my story. That's what I think. You know what? Thank you. And I think my cheeks still hurt. (laughs) (laughs) The (laughs) gosh. Now my stomach hurt from laughing (laughs) too. (laughs) 